Welcome to the Just Show Up Podcast, where every week we come together to remind ourselves why the fuck we continue to show up to life. Because that shit ain't easy. And truthfully, we need each other. We need each other to remind us of our innate power and capabilities that live inside of us. Every week, I'll be coming to you with different topics and subjects, but the commonality will always be to have you keep showing up to life as the best version of yourself possible. So grab a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, whatever it is you're doing, and let's head to the show. All right. Welcome back to the show. So I have some notes here because today is an episode I am so excited to bring to you, and that is all around goal setting. And goal setting is one of my most favorite things to do. It is one of my most favorite things to talk about. So being that the podcast has started at this time of the year, and these get to be some of the first episodes. I'm really excited about that because goal setting and reflecting and intentions is basically kind of the groundwork, the foundational work of a just show up life, right? So if we don't know what we want in life, how are we able to show up to it? With that, I am going to jump into it. I'm going to jump into all the things today. So the first thing I want to say is if you have not listened to part one on reflection, go back, do that now, or listen to this and go back to that one later. But it is important to listen to both. I think the reflection one is maybe 15 minutes, so it's not that long of an episode. And... I love reflecting so much because it is such a powerful way to prepare us for what's ahead and what's to come. Because in the first one, I had said, what is not measured is not managed. So basically, it is hard to go ahead and start the new year and goal set forward when we don't know what happened behind us or what we're learning or what we need to tweak or change. And so you know, with that, you need to carve out the time. And carving out the time is actually probably one of the most important parts of reflecting and of goal setting because carving out the time is not something we always remember to do. We're like, oh my God, I totally meant to do that, but I forgot to put it on the calendar. Carving out the time is the most important thing, and it can give you a great example of that. So Victor and I have been working together on our finances for some debt repayment, for planning our wedding, for saving, for a future house, for all the things, right? And so because of that, we were originally doing things very separately, which is fine when you are kind of, so to speak, living your life in your own separate realm. But now that we're coming together and we're going to be getting married and we live under the same household, we've started to play around with like having a joint bank account and like bills go in one account and whatever. And that's obviously not what this episode is about. But my whole point with that is that I wanted us to do basically like an end of year, like planning of financials of where we're at, like what what is our plan for 2024? Where are we going? Like, where can we end and all of that? And so we sat down last Saturday and we just had like about an hour of time. It didn't take as long as I thought. I thought it was going to take maybe two hours. 
But that's another thing. We always think things are going to take a lot longer a lot of times, especially when we're like, ah, I really don't want to do that thing. And even though I wanted to do that thing, I kind of didn't want to do that thing because like I didn't want to sit down and like look at money and all this stuff. Like it was a Saturday. I wanted to just like play, right? But the funny thing that happens is because I did carve out the time, I specifically said, we're going to sit down on Saturday. We're going to go through this before we go out and have a fun night. And because we did that, it was so empowering. Like I felt so good afterwards. He felt so good afterwards. And also with that, I was able to then like devise this whole plan for myself. And I was able to get all of 24 basically like planned out, you know, based on like what I make and like without a raise or anything changing or any extras or any side hustles or anything and just figure out, okay, this is what my base income is. This is like what I can count on. And with that, like, where can I allot all these different things? And where can I play with like a balance transfer? And by what month would I need a balance transfer? And we're planning our wedding. So what month, you know, would we need to start setting aside money or put down a deposit? So I started getting all these things. and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like I just literally figured out 2024 and my my debt repayment and planning for the wedding and saving money and also like budgeting for like monthly just like coffees um you know making sure that victor and i's budget is good and the amount of money to pay our bills is is accurate and that we're both putting in what we need to so i'm just showing you that when you sit down when you carve out this time how powerful it really is in your life and why it's so important to not only um goal set but to reflect on the year that you've had so that's how we're starting out the episode. You know, you want to definitely reflect. You want to carve out that time. Like I said, if you haven't listened to episode one, please go back and listen to it. Uh, for your own well-being, um, I'm a supporter and a cheer on of that because I know the impact it has had on my life. Now that we've gotten that done, the next thing I want to jump into before we get to the actual like goal setting meat and potatoes of the episode is I am just giving you some ideas of how to get ready to plan for your next year. Um, And this is for all years. This isn't just for 2024 that's coming up. So one thing I like to do is I like to make space and I like to clear space. So after you've done some reflecting, maybe you clean up your office, maybe you clean up your closet, maybe you just get your house in order so that you could feel more at peace before you get ready to then like set these intentions for the next year. I a lot of times will begin to do my goal setting in the year before we're jumping into, right? So currently we are in the year 2023 heading into the year 2024. And a lot of times people will say like, have your goals ready by January 1st. I will not say that. And here's why. Here's why I won't say that. I won't say that because I have learned that in previous years to pass, I would be so like insane with myself and be like, your goals must be set by January 1st. And it created this pressure and this tension that's like, yo, I do not want to go in the year with that. Like that is not what I'm looking for. So let go of the pressure. Like seriously, let go of the pressure. The other thing is that we are still in that year. So like it's very challenging to always set goals when you're still in the year and like 
there's another week to be had of life. And like, are we discounting that week of life because the, the next year is there? It's like, there's a lot that can happen in that week, right? That a lot of, there's a lot more um, downtime that could happen. And so because of that, a lot of times we have a lot of space and we have a lot of, we have a lot of like intuitive hits and pings that come to us because of that space, because of that rust that we're in at that moment, right? I really like to make that space and clear that space before the beginning of the year. And also, you know, you can plan this. This is why this is coming out in early January, because I like to be in the energy of the new year and begin to start sussing out what are those goals? Where am I going? When am I, what am I headed towards, right? And it's really powerful when we can do that and be in the energy and like just enjoy the last bits of the previous year. And also you're just taking your time doing it. And again, not putting that pressure on you, which I think can be really, um, can be a lot. So we have the, you know, reflecting as we talked about the carving out space and now making space and clearing space. So I really love that one. And another part of that that I love is last year I did um, the Marie Kondoing. And I've heard about Marie Kondo uh, method for a really long time. And I was like, I'm not about to go and do some method or read some book. I actually really love the book. I actually highly suggest the book. It really gives you some insight into belongings and the power and energy that they have. And also just like how we hold on to things and why we hold on to things. I'll probably extend and do a Marie Kondo episode. Actually, I will. I'm going to do a Marie Kondo episode. So that'll be another one coming to you because I really loved it. It had a very powerful impact on my life. And with that, that's why I've added this, you know, clearing space and making space. And a lot of times you will hear that in like goal setting. Um, but I wanted to make sure I personally included that because obviously this is just my way of doing things that I'm teaching you. So Next up on the list is I have what is called the Wheel of Life activity, which is how you will build out, um, you know, planning your your goals for the next year. I um, it's broken down into what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories. And each category, what you do is you rate it from one to ten, and how you feel you stand in that category. And in like when you when you color it in, what happens is like, let's say um, friends and family, you feel you're at a five, but your relationship, you feel you're at a 10 and then fun and recreation, you're at a three and health and fitness, you're at a 10. What you begin to notice is it's supposed to be like a tire and some of the tire will be much shorter than the other. And so how can you have this well-balanced life and this tire that's rotating if all these areas in your life that one's at a one and one's at a 10 and you're a little bit about a balance. So why are you giving yourself those scores? Um, and, and where can you improve in those areas, right? And so this is a great exercise to do after you've reflected because now you're able to see everything so clearly instead of just like guessing at it and then reflecting, right? So you're reflecting on all this this time and this life that you've lived and and how much time you spent your friends and family and how much you cared about your your health and um, how much you've cared about your finances, right? And um, obviously not just caring, but like what you've done for them, what actions you've taken, right? And so you get to see this wheel of life. And then from the wheel of life is how you will begin to build out your goals. 
which I will get into in a few moments. Another thing I want to talk about is a lot of people will say, I don't set goals, I set intentions. Well, intention and goal is basically one in the same. They both mean the same thing, to carry out a plan, to aim for something and, and reach it, right? I will say intention and goal interchangeably. But what I like to do is I like to think about intention as how are you achieving the goal? What is the intention in which you are going for the goal, right? Because a lot of times with goal setting, it is a very masculine energy. It is not um, feminine and like free flowing, right? And that's why people like the word intention better because it feels more feminine than the word goal or goal setting, which I can understand. However, we just remember that a goal is just something we're trying to reach. That's all. And not trying. We're, we, we are intending to reach. We're not trying. And I believe that it's the intention in which we're going for it. So I like to wake up early in the morning, 5 a.m. Not everyone likes to do that. I don't get up at 5 a.m. every day. If I could, I would. But some days I sleep later because I'm tired and I allow myself to do that. But that's that's a great example, right? So I used to get mad at myself if I didn't wake up at 5 in the morning. And now I don't get mad at myself because it's life. What's the point of getting mad at myself? And that's the intention in which I want to live my life. I don't want to wake up and be like, oh, you've already failed yourself today. You didn't wake up at 5 a.m. That's just not how I want to live my life. I want to live my life knowing that I enjoyed it and I had friends and family in it, right? So something I want to share with you um, is that also like there are misconceptions to goal setting, which I'm, I think I'm going to do that at the end and or it might be a part two. So, <laughs> you know, just stick with me here, okay? Um because, you know, there are some misconceptions of goal setting that I really want to clear up because I think the thing that irks me the most about, uh, so to speak, the personal growth industry and also planning and just all these things is it's for a certain type of person and not everyone can do it. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Everyone is a planner. Everyone can goal set. Everyone can do these things if they put their minds to it, if they choose to do it, if they say, hey, I want to accomplish said thing. And I watch so many people around me just kind of live in their own chaos. And also like, you know, when you don't plan, life throws things at you and and things will be more expensive, right? Like if you don't plan your vacation, your, your trip is going to be more expensive, right? I think that's the biggest thing. So I just want you to know if you're listening to this and this is something new for you, something you've not always done, you can do this and you've got this and go little, just spend 20 minutes. Like if an hour overwhelms you, take the overwhelm out of it. The whole point is to just do it and start. And every year it gets better and better and better. Like I remember years ago when I first started goal setting, when I first started you know, reflecting on my years. Like no one like taught me that or told me that. I kind of just like was like, oh, you know what? I want to reflect on this. And I started doing it and there was no method. There was no way. I just did it. I just sat down and just did whatever. And each year just got more robust and more systematized and more, you know, just there was an intention of why I was doing it that wasn't always there in the beginning. So 
start small, do a little bit, about your wheel of life, you know, just kind of get an idea. You know, maybe it's weekly, you put in a little bit of time to look at this. If, if like I said, the hour or two hours of like sitting down, like really like overwhelms you. Um, and with that, we are finally going to jump into goal setting. Woo! Goal setting, my favorite. Okay, so the first things you need to do for goal setting is, of course, grab a new notebook and a pen. I mean, hello. Um, and then once you have your notebook and your pen and you love them, get ready to open up to a fresh page. And you don't have to do this right now with me. Um, you can start maybe jotting some ideas down. Maybe don't use that fresh notebook just yet. Um, but, you know, maybe set it up the way you want to. But what I want you to do is I want you to review that past year, review the reflections that you did from the previous episode, what you wrote down, and look at any previous data as well, any metrics that you've taken in your life that you've noticed or learned or saw, and like maybe like start to say, oh, how did I, how did I get there? Like, oh, I lost 20 pounds this year. What, what did I do differently that allowed me to like lose that weight? And like, what can I take into the new year um, to keep that the same, right? And also, like, you may have written down, like, what you want to stop doing and what you want to start doing, or maybe there's something you want to do differently, right? So, for example, um, for me, something I just realized the other day that was, like, a really big thing was, like, I want to lose, like, another, like, 10 pounds, right? And I've lost, you know, between 12, 15, 18. It just depends on where I'm at, where I'm eating, uh, you know, uh, working out and all that. But I had this huge realization. I was like, oh my goodness, I, one of the things in the new year that I want to start doing within, you know, being able to like lose these extra 10 pounds is noticing where I'm having additional sauces with my food. So I want to do that differently. Like, you know, a lot of meals, that's like an enhancement. And I know that's like a, a woman thing. I think women are like the sauce girls, you know, we like love our little dippy dips. Um, but those dippy dips can have a lot of calories in them. Um, and a lot of times what I've noticed too, like when I do that, then I will just probably won't have the food. So like maybe it's like a French fry, right? Like if I'm saying I'm not having ketchup, then I just won't have the French fry, which is really the thing I'm trying to not have anyways. But as you can see, like that's just ways in which, and like these are like small micro ways. And that's another thing with goal setting is like everyone thinks it has to be so big and so huge. And a lot of times the... The biggest things that change in our lives are the smallest little tweaks that we make. And here's just like an interesting stat because I'm a stat girly is uh, divorces happen a lot of times because uh, they miss each other by 1%. One freaking percent. So what does that tell you? That tells you that people are just missing the small things. They're not emptying the dishwasher out. They're not remembering the coffee the way that they like it. They're not, you know, I don't know helping with the kids there's an array of reasons that that could be for everyone but that tells you a lot that if that's why divorces are happening right and it's the same thing in people's lives like if we could just improve by one percent how much better would we all be okay so we got that down now we are ready to officially start goal setting so as you begin to set these goals for your upcoming year what i like to do is i like to set yearly goals and I also like to set monthly goals. And then obviously you would have weekly like actions, right? And the idea is that, you know, for example, 
Uh, one of mine for 2024 is I want to network more in 2024, right? That's great. But what does that mean? Well, I broke it down to one networking event a month. So now for January, one of my goals becomes one networking event a month. And what's cool is I'll be able to track, okay, did I do that one every month? And then maybe at six months, I will say, you know what? That's not enough networking. I really just, I need to network more. So then I say, you know what? From June or July on, I'm going to do two networking events. And then maybe at the end of the year, I say, you know what? Two is a bit much. Let's go back to the one. I really like the one. But guess what? I've now gone to 12, 18 networking events compared to the year before where I went to like a few, maybe like three or four. And you get to see that data and you get to say to yourself, did that did that feel in alignment? And this is where also like checking in throughout the year, like, was that, did that, did that match what I wanted, right? Another one is like health and fitness, right? Like, let's say I was like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. Okay, cool. That's two pounds a month, roughly. So what can I do to achieve that goal? Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to work out five days a week. That's really going to help me to achieve my goal. Cool. I'm also going to meal prep weekly, weekly, not monthly. I'm going to meal prep weekly. So now you're starting to see you've got this year goal that turns into a monthly goal that turns into a weekly goal. And you have all of your actions of what you need to do, right? And then you can write them out at the end of the week when you do your end of week planning. But if you just have lose 20 pounds and that's it and you do nothing and you don't go monthly and you don't go weekly, it's so hard to actually achieve what you're looking to achieve. And also when you say like lose 20 pounds, it feels like this heavy feat. But when you break it down to a year, you're like, oh, oh this is so manageable. And then also within that, you could say, all right, I want to work out the five days a week. But you know what? I also want to like Hulu because I love Hulu. Uh, spoiler, I love Hulu. And that's why that's in there. Or you could say, you know what? I'm going to go with my significant other. And now I'm spending quality time with them. And I love spending quality time with my with my partner. Or you could say, oh, you know what? I actually want to make sure that I get a workout in um, twice a month with a girlfriend. And now you're dipping into your your. Uh, friends cup and your family cup right and so you see how it's all so connected and like that's what I love about it. it's like so fun you get to like dream about your life and plan and manifest and create and take action and it's just like this really cool process that happens when you sit down and you do that so as you can see you'll just take your wheel of life you'll go through each areas and I suggest setting one to three goals in each area you can if you want to take it lighter um, I would set one goal in each. And this could be for the year, which would then give you eight goals for the year that then can be broken down monthly and then weekly, as I just shared. Once you have all of that, I want you to ask yourself this question. It's a very powerful question. Are these goals in alignment with what you ultimately want your life to look like? We always hear always hear of like the doctor who makes the millions and has the car and the girl and the house and the things and ends up miserable. We don't want to end up as that person, right? And we sometimes tend to do things where like, how do we end up here? Whose life is this? Like, this is not what I wanted. But yet, somehow you chose that life. Somehow you, you said yes to all those things that led you to that life. So how did you get there? Uh, so that's why it's really important when you're goal setting, when you're looking at what you want to achieve and who you want to be and how you want to show up to the next year, 
it's really important you ask yourself, are these goals in alignment with what I ultimately want my life to look like? Are they getting me to the long run, to the, to the things that I know are going to bring me ultimate joy in my life? And these don't always have to be these like action items of like, do this thing, do that thing. It's like literally just call my mom once a week, you know, and that is the stuff that really matters. Um, I wanted to give like a couple examples of this. So money can be a big one. A lot of people um, are willing to sacrifice for money. I know that I have in the past um, and I come I come out of it a lot of times and is it worth sacrificing like never being around your significant other or not being around friends or family if you make that money? Like, let's say, you know, someone was going to offer you 250000 500000 a million dollars a year. What is it worth to you, right? Because we don't get to take it with us and we don't get time back. We know that time is worth more than money in actuality. And also, we can flip the script on this. How can I make X dollars while not sacrificing what I love and ensuring that I'm setting boundaries accurately. So we can also like flip the script on the question and ask it in a different way. Like, what could I do? Are there boundaries I could set? Is there, you know, can I work smarter, not harder? Is there, you know, someone that we need to hire in in my job, whatever it could be, right? You could also set a career goal and say, realize to yourself like, but this isn't even the career I want to be in. So what do I want to do with my life, right? Because it's all possible. I will tell you that it is all 100% possible. And lastly, I would suggest checking, well, second to last actually, but checking in monthly and checking in quarterly to just review your goals, review if everything's still lighting you up, review if it's in alignment, review your progress, and also like just see what's working well and maybe what's not working so well so you can course correct. And that's what I did at this at the middle of this year. Um, it was June and the scale did not move. And I was just feeling so uncomfortable in my body that I was like, what is happening here? And that was when I made the decision to do 75 hard with Victor. And obviously that's worked out wonderfully. We just thrived since then. And just it's been one of the best things we could have done for ourselves. And I was able to do that because I looked at the data. I reviewed what was happening in my life and I didn't like what I was seeing. And so I wanted to change it. And so I did. And now I'm ending the year so strong because of that one small change and choice. And that is the power of reviewing, reflecting, of goal setting, of whatever you want to call it. There's so many names to call it. It's your life and your life deserves this time and energy. That's the real, real. It kind of breaks my heart a lot of times to hear people say that they don't do this stuff or they don't have time for it or they're not good at it because this is the stuff that really empowers us to be who we're meant to be. And I really earnestly believe that our whole point on this planet is to live in purpose and to live every day full of gratitude, full of, I am living out my purpose. I have a job that I love. I have a partner I love. And for a long time, I didn't have those things. And I worked my butt off figuring out how do I get there? Like, what do I need to do? And now that I live this life and I don't have a million dollars and I don't have all these things, 
But what I do have is a beautiful life day in and day out. And the joy I wake up with and how I can't wait to get out of bed and start a new day or, you know, show up with the people I work with, that is worth its weight in gold. And that is what I want for every listener of this podcast and basically everyone I meet. You know, that's really like the biggest thing I want. And the reason why I love my job so much is because that's what we do. We help people build digital businesses so that they can live a life of freedom, live a life doing what they want, living on their turn, being at home with their kids. And there's something really powerful about that. So that's how we're ending here. But I do have one last little tidbit because I just did it. And, you know, I didn't even mean to, but it's gratitude, baby. Gratitude all day, all the way, just all the time. Uh, Write down daily what you're grateful for, even when you're not grateful. And I'm telling you, it will change your freaking life. My mom used to say it when I was younger, and I have ran with it my whole life for the most part, besides, you know, a little tidbit of time where I was not happy. But I, it's called attitude of gratitude, you know, just always try to find what you can be grateful for. Um, and, you know, even on the days when you don't want to, there's just always something. So that is the episode. I wanted to share with you some misconceptions, but I'm going to do that in a separate episode because I think that this was really great, really juicy, full of everything that you need to get going on this goal setting and just wishing you a really happy 2024. We made it. We're here. We're doing it. And um, please tag me and share with me any of your takeaways from this episode. And that let me know if you, you know, set some goals or what you learned. I would love to hear about it. And uh, yeah, the link for the Wheel of Life will be in the show notes. So until next time, make it a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Remember to rate, review, and follow the podcast. And don't forget to tag me on social with your favorite episode. We appreciate the support more than you know, and we can't wait to see you next week. See ya.